is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Comic Book Lair. Uh, my name is Ray, aka that Comic Book Dad, and I'm here with my good buddy Kyle. Hey, hey! And we are doing what we do best, buddy. Yeah, we are. You're doing the intro, and you do it the best, <sighs> dude. It was rough. Are you disappointed? No way, dude. I'm pumped. I'm stoked. I figured I'm just—I'm not an intro guy. You're not an outro <laughs> guy. We got to keep it normal going forward. <laughs> we got to keep it back to normal. I thought you nailed it, bro. Uh, I was working on it, too. All day today, I was thinking what I was going to say, and I just did not you do... You overthought it. You I overthought didn't do it. good. Did not do good at all. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> that was embarrassing. Well, we got it out. We I did an outro. You did an intro. We could say we did it. Well, we switched it up a little bit. Tried something new. Let's just go back to the normal routine after this. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? You have a good week? Man... I had a pretty decent week, I guess. I got some ba- some bad news on my old back. You know, I've been been uh, had a back injury going on, and it's it's been something that's been, I guess, ticking for a while now, and it's just rearing up. Yeah. So, um, got to see the old spine doc, see what's going on back there. Other than that, it was a pretty good week for me. What about you, dude? I'm doing all right, man. Good week, busy as could be, man. Um. Let I me just, ask you this question while we yeah, get going. Hit it. Did you get to watch any preseason football games? I didn't, but I did get to see the score of the 49ers game, and it did not go well. Listen, Trey Lance, he's not the guy. That's what everyone's saying. Not the dude. He is athletic. I will say he's one of them. He's super, super athletic. But as far as a quarterback, nah, nah, dog. It ain't you, man. Yeah, I kept seeing things like he just can't play and Shanahan's offense and he needs to get out. Well, he just doesn't make great decisions. Like even one of his the only touchdown they scored was like should have been an interception. And mm. um I had high hopes for the dude. I was hoping he was gonna do good, but we just gotta let Purdy sling it back there. Yep, yep. Let me ask you this question. I'm pumped for football season though, I'll tell you that. Dude, I am too, man. I can't wait, bro. Go ahead with your question. Are you gearing up for this hurricane? Bro, I heard it's going to hit down there and be a little crazy. I heard it's going to be like 40 to 80 mile an hour winds. You're right down in there. You better bunker down. I'm getting ready. I got the sandbags. That's what I was just about to ask. Are you building sandbags and like stacking them up around the front porch? (laughs) I live on a hill, so I think we'll be all right. But it's going to be wild, man. How far up on this hill are you living? The top or the sides? Where? Uh... I don't know, to be honest with you. Well, could could rain water, uh, flood water come down? It could and... flood around me, but it's not going to flood my house. Mm. Are you nervous? Nah. Not even a slightest? Nope. I know we're going to get some rain, which we need here. We're, uh, we haven't had much uh, monsoons this year. Like Usually we have some gnarly storms, but mm-hmm. it's been pretty quiet over here. But um, I think we'll get some rain from this old storm rolling in. Yeah. Pretty wild though, man. What about like people like that are like legit on the coast? Like, I don't know. I like my mom who lives in Huntington Beach. I'm like, I don't oh, know. Oh yeah. So, she better we'll bunker down. You might have uh, some people sleeping over at your house. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So gonna be nuts, dude. Gonna be nuts. Hey, I've heard good things about the Beetle movie. Dude, Blue Beetle. I do want to see it. It looks cool. Yeah, I've heard good things. It's coming in fresh. Even though I don't know a lick about Blue Beetle. Me neither. Only what I've seen in the trailer. You sipping on a little uh, Halloween cup there? 
Look at that. A little Halloweeny mug. Getting Look at you. Getting, getting in the festive. spirit. Yeah. yeah. Early. <laughs> I told my wife I already want to start hanging Christmas decorations. Oh my gosh, dude. I said, once October hits, I'm going to start throwing up the lights. I give you credit, man. I'm not a light guy. I'm feeling too- festive. Uh, you know me. I'm usually not festive, but this year I'm feeling pretty festive. I don't know what it is. This, yeah. Maybe the it's, a- it's the layer. Maybe Open it's uh, getting old. I don't know what it is. What else, man? What else is there to chat about? Dude, I don't got nothing new going on in my neighborhood, man. I've just been man. just same old thing day after day this last couple of weeks. Me too. I did bro. get some, uh, even though my back's hurting, I did get some good pickleballing in this week. I still need to get out there. Dude, it was so much fun. I will say it was windy as heck, which makes it pretty difficult to play. But it is just such a fun time, dude. I, I was sore as heck the next day. Like, I probably shouldn't have been out there because, like, my doc said, he's like, the worst thing you can do is twist. And here I am out there just... Twisting and twisting. Twisting and turning on the court. <laughs> <laughs> and so the next day, I was beat up. Did um, you win any? Sore. Oh, yeah, we did pretty good. It, it's, uh yeah, it was fun, man. We had um a group of four of us showed up, and then we played some other just random people that were there. I think we were like jumping back and forth between two courts. Super rad. You got to get out and try it. I know, man. I got to get out there. Maybe Trey Lance can just transition over to pickleball. Dude, you know what's wild, man? Is all the like people who are buying pickleball teams. Bro, Tom Brady, Drew Brees. Kevin Durant. Dude, pickleball is the bee's knees, man. It's crazy. You need to get out there. I'm telling you. I'm even trying to get my kids like they're in junior high and high school and I'm just like, Try out for the pickleball team. Maybe I can be the coach. <laughs> no, they have pickleball teams? Dude, they are starting to have pickleball teams, I think. Hmm, I was cool. um I went one night to the courts with my oldest daughter, and as we were leaving, we saw the principal of their school, and he had a shirt on that like said their school name and then said pickleball under it. That's rad. And I was I looked at my daughter and I was like, let's go, go join That's the pickleball it. team, dude. Yeah. Um, so it would be rad. I mean, I can see it happening. It's competitive enough and it's growing like crazy. Yeah. They actually just, uh, here near me, uh, kind of by the Cardinal stadium, Mm -hmm. they opened up a place called chicken and pickle. Dude. I saw their Instagram wild, dude. It looks so fun. A buddy of mine went to check it out and he said it's rad. Um, so you have to like reserve a court right now, the way they're doing it. I'm assuming it's because it's brand new and they're still like getting everything down, but Mm -hmm. you have to reserve a court like two weeks in advance. It's like, I think it's like 20 bucks a court. So if you go with a group of four, it's five bucks a piece. Four or five, you know, dude, don't even. I was going to try to do five and do the math with 20, <laughs> but you can't divide that really good. Uh, yeah, I'm terrible at math. Four bucks, I guess. You could. Yeah. But, but dude, they have everything there, man. It's like a whole oh, weekend yeah. day you could spend there. Oh, yeah, whole dude. A whole weekend day. A whole day in a weekend you can spend there. I'm going <laughs> to maybe have my birthday party there. That would be a great place for a birthday party. My buddy's going to, I think, in September. And so I'm stoked. Yeah. That would be fun. Indoors, it'll be a little cooler. We'll see how long it lasts. Cause like, you know, there's states like Arizona, Florida, California. Like you can like you could almost play pickleball outside year round. Yeah. So like are the indoor, I mean, I guess when it's like killer hot, you can play, but there's still people out there playing on the pickleball courts every single day. I mean, just in the early morning or in the evenings. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see, like, I'm super stoked for them. Like, I hope they do well. 
but I'm nervous to see if they could, you know, keep going long term. I think they'll be able to, but yeah, I think so. We'll see. Yeah. But get out there and try it. I need to, man. Take the whole family. They'll love it. I bet you my do- my oldest daughter would love it, love it. Oh, yeah, dude. It's like, and you like ping pong. I remember we used to play ping Remember we used to go to my uncle's house I and we used to play pong, ping pong, bro. I love dude. ping pong. I love badminton. Get me in. I dude, wanted to I, join the badminton team on, in college, bro. That's how much I love the, those types of sports, dude. Dude, badminton is super fun. And I love it. I think you would really enjoy it. I know, dude, even at work, we have a ping pong table upstairs on my break. I'm up there just playing ping pong, dude. I think by playing pickleball, it's made me a better ping pong player. Really? I think so. I don't think it goes the other Are way. Are you up to the Dwight Schrute level yet? Or I'm not that good. Uh, <laughs> I played a dude today. Like I've been playing pretty good. And um, I played a, a guy today who's super good. And I lost by, I, I can't remember what the score was. But maybe I lost by, it was like 21, 16 or something like that. I did pretty good. And then right at the end, he, he um, stole it from me. You know who's just super crushing me? Ping pong, bro, was your uncle was a champion. That's what, dude. dude. I could never beat that man. No, he just smoked me. Oh yeah. So uh, I remember playing there and just getting dominated. He had a rad. He had a rad table, so it was fun to play there. But yeah, ping pong's fun, and uh, I think playing pickleball has made me a better ping pong player. I don't know if it'll transition the other way because you know ping pong is smaller paddle and everything, but I love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about tennis, though. Tennis, I can't do that. I've tried tennis. That's too weird for me. Tennis is a lot of running. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. Uh, It's just a lot of running. When you're playing singles on a tennis court, get out. Just get out. Yeah, I tried singles on uh, the old pickleball court, and you're running. I mean, I know the court's a lot smaller, but dude, you're still huffing and puffing. Yeah. Even playing doubles, dude, I was sweating. It's been hot, man. But anyways, that's enough of my week. Anything cool happened in your week? Kids started school. How's that been? How's the drive line? Uh, I've been avoiding it, so it's all right. Because they don't let us drop off the kindergartners. You have to walk them to class. Mm. So let me ask you this. Are you getting sad when you're dropping your kids off? No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it is. If it's because I have a gap between my two oldest and my youngest, but dude... When I drop my son off, and it's just pre-K, it ain't even kindergarten, it ain't even real school yet. Dude, I'm getting misty-eyed. Really? I don't know what it is. Like, I don't like seeing him <laughs> out there, and I'm just like, see, little buddy? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's sad. Uh, I'm more of the like, dude, go be friendly with some kids and make some friends. Like, get out there. I mean, he loves it. His teacher said, like, because when we drop him off, he looks, looks like he's like the shy kid. But then we asked his teacher and his teacher was like, oh, no, he ain't the shy kid. Like, let me tell you this story. It's kind of funny. I don't know if it's going to be that appropriate. We'll see. But now that he's in like this new pre-K, because we switched him preschool so he can go to this kindergarten. I told him, I was like, bro, listen, if you have to go poop. Mm-hmm. Like you got to wipe your own butt, my man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Dad, I know how to do that." And I'm like, "All right, all right. Well, we'll see when you come home." Like, you know, as because I tell him, I was like, "They're not going to help you there, man." Like your other school, like your other school was this like small preschool. They were still helping kids. Like you ain't getting no help at this school, bro. He comes home the other day and he's like, "Dad, guess what?" And I said, "Yeah." He's like, "I asked, I asked my teacher if she wiped butts." <laughs> <laughs> I said. Right on, son. What'd she say? And she said, 
nope, I don't wipe butts. So I got to wipe my own butt at school. I said, I told you, dude. So that's my son asking his teacher if she wipes butts, dude. <laughs> that's the best. Yeah, I can't wait to have like a parent-teacher conference and she just brings that up. I'm going to be so embarrassed. I love kids, dude. They're freaking hysterical, man. Do you Anyways, wipe butts? Yeah, I was dying when he was telling me this, dude. I got to be careful what I tell him because he'll just go ask his teacher. I don't really have anything going on, dude. I've just been really, really busy. Like... I haven't even posted a teaser for this episode on Instagram. I've had no time, man. I've just been swamped. Same with me on this week. I haven't got much reading in, but uh, speaking of reading, let's get into our B-O-Dub. Let's get into it. Yeah, let's do it before we drown everybody in our sorrows of our busy weeks. They don't want to hear about this. Tune in for that sesh. Anyways, we're getting into Curse Words, Volume 3, Charles Soule, Ryan Brown, Let's just dive right in, dude. Tell me what your thoughts are overall. Uh, what do you think of the story? Where it was headed? What'd you like? What you didn't like? Let me hear it. Well, I loved it, man. I thought it was even better than volume two. I thought that the progression here in the story was uh, really well, especially Margaret's arc. I would agree. I liked it a lot more than volume two as well. Yeah. And I thought the confounders were the, were cool and interesting that these people who can do like low grade magic are preventing wizard and ruby from using their locator spell uh i just thought it was all pretty rad dude uh there were some things about it that there were a little bit of a head scratcher but you know yeah whatever i think overall i really enjoyed it a lot more than i did uh volume two um these uh the co-founders now if they were fully powered like if wizard and ruby were fully powered here, let me back up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, let me back up a little bit. So Margaret, yeah, Margaret's captured here now, right? She gets captured by the United States government. They're holding a ransom because they want Wizard out of here. Uh, even though they made a deal with him, they think by capturing her, they can kill Wizard. Is that was that was? I think it's mainly if it isn't that or my, leverage. I, yeah, leverage. So this like. Yeah, they made a deal, but they still don't really trust him because he's so powerful. So they want to hold something over him so that they can kind of control him. Thank you. Thank you for explaining that a lot better. So while she's being held in this secret location, right, they brought in these like street magic performers. Like some of them, like one dude's typing on a laptop. You got like a witch back there, dude. They're just hilarious, dude. You got like a lady that reads those tarot cards or whatever they're called. You got like a witch doctor. And um, they are the ones that are like pretty much like joining together side by side to prevent Wizard and Ruby from finding Margaret. Yeah. And so Wizard and Ruby are kind of, they're not fully powered. Wizard doesn't even really know, like, what he's doing. Like, because Margaret did everything for him. Mm-hmm. And Ruby's, like, kind of figuring it out. Because she she doesn't know either how to power up all the way. And so their powers are kind of diminished. So Bro, when she's trying to refuel and she makes those dudes start dancing. Start having a party and they're like, <laughs> stop making me dance. Um, so, I, yeah, I liked all that. So, But um, if they had their full p- uh, ability, I think they would smoke these guys for sure. Oh, but- 100%. And I liked um, Sizajay's and uh, or Sizajay. Sizza. Sizza. And uh, his arc with the French dude was pretty wild, dude. Let me Setting tell you, him up. 
What do you think about these tiger people? I want to know more about them. Dude, the dude, the overlander, I think they call him. He's like the the commander of these tiger people. He looks rad. He looks really rad. I love him already. But how'd they get there? What are they doing there? Yeah, what's uh, their like what's their purpose? What are they trying to accomplish? Do they just want to take over the whole world as well or what? Yeah. And if SZA and all his dudes are so powerful with this magic, like how'd they even get to set up shop, you know? What do you think of Botchko's new setup? Because he's not dead. We, you know, we we figured that out. We we both didn't think he was dead going forward because he got just pretty much demolished by the lady that he was like trying to swoop up and yeah. pretend to be in love with. I loved it, dude. It was kind of funny, man. Like because he's a snake, a cheater, a liar. So they make him a little. Uh, he's got a slither now, and all his every time he talks, he's. It's yeah. just pretty funny. I thought but I, I was love dying. The scene, I love the scene where he wants to go into battle and he's trying to convince all those pigs to go into battle with him. And he's like, I promise you, I'm still a hog at heart. Dude, so funny, dude. There's some definitely. I think the comic relief wasn't as um, as apparent as it was in volume two. It wasn't yeah. as, as funny as volume two. But I almost wonder if that's why we thought this one was a little better because it was more story oriented. Yeah, yeah. Like we actually had some progress here and the Margaret stuff got interesting and we find out some wild stuff at the end, which really pushes the story. Oh, forward. yeah. Big time. So that was crazy. What do you think about uh, Wizard and Ruby just brawling, kind of making up, joining forces? Uh, yeah. So. This was the only thing I guess I would say that I had just kind of like a mixed reaction. I mean, I wasn't say wouldn't say it was like bad in any sense. It was just weird for me because on on one hand, we have Ruby Stitch. Now she's in the beginning. She's powered up and she's like opening up her own like magic shop, like Wizard has, like right down the office, the and hall. And doing all the him. things he won't. Yes, dude. And so I thought that was pretty cool. And so he gets fired up and they're brawling like above the streets of New York or wherever. And so we have another wizard fight. And then next thing you know, they're making up. And then next thing you know, they're fighting again. Yeah. And then next thing you know, Ruby's like hates him, it seems. And then like she literally gets done talking and like going off on him. And he's like, all right, well, you want to help me find Margaret? And she's like, all right, sure. Yeah. And I'm just like, wait a second. Did I miss something? Um. But I Can get, we, go ahead. No, go ahead. But I guess because they know that who Margaret is. Okay, that was going to be my question. Do they? Because at one point, Ruby says, I feel like you are in love with Margaret. Like Margaret, 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 Margaret. That's all you talk about is Margaret. I feel like you're in love with her. Mm. So does, does. Well, because remember in volume one, they had that flashback where they were. I know, but that's when she was actually looked like a baby. Now she's a platypus, a koala, a rat. Like, does Ruby not know that that's mm. their kid? Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does maybe Wizard not even know? Because maybe why they hate each other right now is because they thought something happened to Margaret and it was Wizard's fault or something. Mm. Because that's it seemed good, like yeah, Margaret a, had been living on Earth for a long time. Hmm. That's a good way to put it. That could be, that could very well be the reason. Huh. Interesting. I like it. Yeah. And then do you want to spoil the ending really quick? Let's just rip it. Yeah. Let it rip. So the late, so when Margaret's held captive in that government facility, she kind of befriends one of these confounders. And uh, is it a confounder or a co founder? Confounder, because they're confounding Wizard and Ruby's magic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, 
So they end up becoming friends and wizard or Margaret, when she leaves kind of takes her under her wing, they're going to partner up, work together. And, uh, at the end she's reading tarot cards for Margaret and, uh, reveals to Margaret that, uh, wizard and Ruby are her parents. And that's how the volume ends. Dude. I was, I didn't so see that she coming. Doesn't know. Yeah, which is surprising not, to me. Yep. That was surprising to me as well. That kind of, so it's all just kind of a, a wild thing. Like, Maybe she somehow, maybe in some way or some fashion, Wizard knows. But because I know you didn't get to read it, but in mine, at the end of at the end of fifteen, there was a summer, kind of like how I had the holiday special. In this one, there was yeah, a summer like a little swim. one shot or something. Yeah, and in this one, it was how they ended up uh, getting pregnant, and they had to keep it a secret from SZA because I guess he's not all about this. He doesn't want that to happen. So I wonder if mm. he had to send her off. Wizard had to send her away, and so Ruby got mad. I don't know. Yeah. It's all super fascinating. Interesting. Dude, that's very interesting. I never thought of that. Um, I like it, though. Yeah. What do you think of um, Jacques? I'm just going to call him. Dude, he had a wild arc, man. Wasn't his story just nuts in this one? And devastating, dude, because if you remember from last volume, he's looking for his kids. He goes to SZA. SZA more or less tells him, I know where your kids are, sends him on this wild mission. And it turns out his freaking kids are dead and they've been dead forever. But then it's this wild explanation. And I'd love for you to shed some light on this to me. Don't ask me to shed some light on it. (laughs) Because SZA ends up telling him something like, well, these are your kids. Is it like his kids in the version of the whole world where time is different? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and time so, is way different than his world. So in the whole world, they've been dead forever. But in his world, it wasn't. You yeah. Know? But that was wild. He got to hug him for a brief second as they were skeletons. Yeah, but now he is like Scissor did or SZA. Scissor Jay. Scissor like he's a period. He like powered him up, bro. Yeah, dude, that hand. Well, not only that, remember at the end, he gives him all these powers. He gives him more powers. So before he goes on his mission, like, says it like... Uh, he's, oh, yeah, he's all decked out now, dude. Yeah, because his sons are dead. He thinks he... Wizard did it, because technically Wizard did do it when yeah. he w- uh, with the whole baseball stadium thing from uh, volume 1. So now Scissor uh, Scissor asks him like, "Hey, <laughs> quit it. Um, do you want do you want to you can be with them or do you want revenge?" Oh, yeah. And yeah. he's like, "I want vengeance." So then Scissor uh, says, "Good." And like puts all this power into him and he becomes like he like transforms into this crazy-looking dude. Like his teeth Turn the little skulls, and he tells SZA to send him. Oh my gosh, they do! Yeah, it's so rad. The art is so fun, dude. And so he tells SZA to send him back. Yeah. So he's gonna go, and you know, volume four, he wants to go back and battle Wizard. Wizard. Yeah, dude. So pretty nuts, dude. I enjoyed this volume a lot. I think again, the art is still just super fun, dude. Um, a lot of unique stuff in this story, man. Yeah. What do you think about the the overall story so far, the trajectory? Are you enjoying it? You think the pace is good? Uh, are you still kind of in, invested as you were in the first volume? 
I think I'm more invested now, and I think you nailed it earlier with what you said, like how how Volume Two seemed more like funny and quirky, and there wasn't a ton of stuff going on. But this one definitely, I think, pushed the story further and mm-hmm. gave us more of stuff we we're missing as, that we didn't see in Volume Two. So yeah. I think I'm like more invested than I was after reading Volume Two at this point. Yeah, if that makes sense. So just kind of like a a brief. Um time out because at the beginning of volume one i was talking to you we were talking together about uh connections between this and uh eight billion genies and just some similarities how are you feeling in terms of comparison of these two stories uh do you still think you see similarities are you still enjoying this one as much as you enjoyed eight billion um i don't know if you can make any connections there no, I do see similarities, especially like in the artwork. Um, and I enjoyed 8 Billion Genies better than this so far. I mean, I know this hasn't ended, but 8 Billion Genies to me was just, I don't know, it was special. Yeah. Um, but I still really like this. I'm not saying this is bad by any means, but um, I definitely see where they pulled a lot from this story to build 8 Billion Genies. Mm-hmm. I feel like they learned something here and were able to like amplify it to 10 and 8 mm. billion. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, with just the whole, but you could see some of that stuff with like uh, their explanation of the genies and coming to Earth. And mm. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of carryover, I feel like. Yeah. But I've been loving it, dude. I'm, I'm glad we've been diving into it. We've got two more volumes to go, right? Two more? I think it's five. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, if you had to guess at this point, kind of midway, midway point, where you, where do you see it going? What do you see happening? Especially, yeah. oh wait, really quick, before we get here, did you want to talk at all about Margaret having a that's special ex- ops? That's team? exactly what I was just about to ask you. Before I answer this question, let's bring up Margaret. So, as Margaret is captured, right, she befriends this lady, like you said. And she just tells her uh, one, she gives her like a number, like it's like in 011 secret. Margaret or something yeah, like that. 010 Margaret. And basically yeah. she dials it in this phone and it calls like some hotline. And she basically says, you know, Margaret's in trouble. And in swoops this crazy spec ops team, bro, that's coming to help save Margaret. So Margaret's got like some fail safe or some type of yeah. like backup because i mean i'm she's been on earth like you mentioned earlier for a long long time yeah so she's already established herself and has got something going on but she's like protected herself she's smart i think Mm -hmm. super smart what'd you think that blew my mind dude i didn't see that coming at all yeah and uh, she's keeping it a secret from ruby and wizard so i wonder how that's all gonna end up playing itself out uh she clearly has a beat on this world Obviously, that's how she's able to help Wizard and and Ruby with all this stuff. But that's crazy, dude. I can't wait to see what's going on there. Hope we get more background there. How she built this up. What happened? Yeah. So super stoked on it. I can't wait. What I am looking forward to, and I don't know how it's going to go because it's such a wild story. But I hope we get some more involvement with the tiger people because it seems like yeah. they want to take over, you know, they're they're like set up to take over dimensions because they already took over that one dude, the Cupid guy from volume one. And Sizzage keeps saying they're encroaching on his territory. So I I could see them getting more involved mm-hmm. with like trying to take over territory because then like 
what Scissor going to do and all those other people. And then what if he tries to take over Earth 2 where Wizard's at? So I could see it being a crazy all-out brawl. Um, I'm not saying SZA would have to team back up with Wizard and them, but well, I don't know. I see it would be cool to to see that evolve a little bit more and get more of the these tiger people. And um, with the comments you made earlier with Margaret, and um, now she knows that that's her parents. I'm interested to see if Ruby and Wizard even know and see mm-hmm. how that whole thing goes down. Um, I'm interested to see how Jock's going to come. Uh, he's going to have to battle as well next, I'm sure. And he looks pretty powerful, so we'll see how that develops. But uh, looking forward to it, man. Yeah, dude, me too, man. I love the artwork so much, bro. Dude, I wish I had the the big... Well, you have the Omnibus, right? Yeah, the... Is it I the got hard- it when they did a Kickstarter for it, this hardcover, dude. Yeah, dude, it's so nice. I wish I had that one. Definitely unique stuff in here, too, just like 8 Billion Genies. And I think you're absolutely right. They used this and kind of just built upon it and just made 8 Billion Genies just insane. Yeah. Anyway, buddy, I can't wait to keep up with that with you. But did uh, you get in get into anything else this week? Bro, like I said, it was a tough week for me to get in reading, but I got two others in, and I think you did as well. Um, you want to stay on the Batman one bad day train? Let's hit it, dude. I got into the Catwoman one. Did you get that one? I so love how I, I ask. Let's pretend. Yeah. I have no idea if you read it or not. <laughs> well, I was... Dude, it's funny because when you texted me the other day, you just got finished reading uh, the Catwoman one. And I was actually going to read because I um, was... I think we were going to read... Try to read Clayface. Yeah. And I downloaded so I had, it, but for some reason I couldn't start it. I like, yeah. I don't know. There's like a block for me on this clay face business. And I, I was just like, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. But, um, I, I did read, uh, Batman one bad day, Catwoman. What'd you think? I thought that I thought the artwork was really oh, yeah. good in it. Super and, good. Yeah. Um, I thought, I thought it was a decent story. It didn't do what the other one bad day uh issues i've read so far have done yeah kind of paint a different picture build a wild story uh like the the bane one was nuts dude the penguin one was wild and the implications and the ideas that it's got in your head about whoa penguins this crazy whoa bane and batman teamed up you know this one just kind of felt like a a little story about catwoman dealing with some stuff of her past and meeting a crazy lady, which kind of didn't really end up going anywhere. Let me, yeah. When you got finished reading it, did like, what was like your overall like thoughts? What, like what, were, what was your takeaway from it? Did you have like, there was no big takeaway from it for me. Like I was just like, eh. Yeah, no, me neither. Um, I guess the only thing is because I haven't read too much of Batman and Catwoman's sort of relationship that that was a little interesting to me. Like, oh, they really love each other. Uh, but that was just such a minor thing, I guess, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know what to really take away from it. Like, besides, like, she was, like, she's, like, living in the past, right? She, she's trying to find this this family... Heirloom. Yeah, which turned out to be not what it was or what she thought it was and 
I don't know. I, I just didn't really take away anything like I did with the other ones, like you said. Yeah. But, I mean, it wasn't That's a bad, good way to put it. I guess, but I was just, since the other ones were so good, I think I was expecting it to be, yeah, to, to take away something else from it. And I yeah. didn't. You want to know, actually, I forgot this part, but I just remembered. You want to know why I ended up reading it over Clayface? As I saw who wrote it. You know who wrote it? Wasn't it the person who did, um, your favorite. Yeah, what did we just read recently? Hunger in the Dusk. Was it? Yeah, G. Willow Wilson. Oh, okay. That's why I recognize so that name. I, got I thought excited. it was somebody else. I thought it was somebody else, so. Because I was I had high expectations because of how much we love that. Yeah. Uh, but this didn't necessarily deliver on that level. Like you said, it wasn't bad. Yeah. Uh, the artwork was great. I still thought it had a decent story, like beginning, well... The ending was a little let down. But. Here's what I would say. When I was reading it, I was reading it digitally and I got to like page like 60 something. I could see where I was at and I, it had 85 pages and then all of a sudden it ended. And I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, this can't be the end. There's still like 20 pages left, but they were all like a ton of variant covers and like stuff like that. I just wish it was a little longer. Like they could have, yeah. I wish they did a little bit more with that. I can't even remember what her name was, that uh, mystery lady. And Mm -hmm. I just wanted a little more. I thought it just ended like prematurely. And I was like, no, I need something a little more from from that that part of the story. I did like when when Catwoman was battling her, though, and Batman just stood in the hallway watching him, I guess. Yeah, I love that (laughs) scene. And that's what I mean. Like, there should have been, it would have been cool if maybe they like, teamed up and did i don't know i just wanted more of that with with yeah. that character and um but overall i mean it was still good it just didn't i think live up to the other ones just because they were all i think really really good yeah that's what where else, i stood buddy? but we got to get into where... Clayface, man we got to just do it we gotta do it i know we gotta do it watch it be our right. favorite Next week, we, Batman we one bad day Clayface Clayface. fanatics <laughs> we're gonna be hanging in the layer chat and Clayface, everybody <laughs> Join us. Read the Clayface one now. <laughs> um, anyways, dude, I also got to go to my local shop today. I picked up uh, Lonesome Hunters, issue number two from Tyler Crook, uh, Wolf Child. And then I also picked up Wilds in issue three. I haven't oh, got to read it yet. Out? I haven't yeah, got to read Wilds it in issue three, bro. Remember? We were, uh... Yeah, that's right. So I haven't read that one yet, but I did read Lonesome Hunters, issue two. And? Loved it. Dude. The artwork's still so good. Yeah, so good. Um, so Lupe finds that wolf out there um, in the woods. Um, she's trying to save it. Howard yeah. doesn't think it's the best idea. We get some flashbacks with Lupe's past. We get um, a little bit of more storyline with the church coming after Howard. Like they're, That scene I thought was hilarious, dude. I was dying laughing. That dude laughing. in the back seat. <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> I told you not to say that. Yeah, man. I was cracking up with those three guys. Um, they just, I don't know. He just makes the, writes the character so well. And like. Yeah. Um, I love that Lupe has like just such a good heart. You know, she sees that boy. Somehow she knows is connected to that wolf. And she's like, I can't leave that little dude out there. Like I his wouldn't mom have even or... stepped foot into the woods. I know. <laughs> like you're wearing a wolf mask. I'm out of here. I ain't following you, bro. <laughs> and uh, I like the end scene where Howard's just freaking out because he can't find her. They've become yeah. pretty close. Yeah. So it ends with. So um, if we remember from from the first issue, um, 
those farmers are like trying to shoot this wolf, right? It's like terrorizing the town, killing a bunch of their cattle. And um, so it ends with with the farmers. They kind of see Lupe and Howard creeping off into the woods because they have a little bit of interaction with them earlier in the story. And um, they think they're going down there doing some shady business with this wolf. So he calls up his other hunting buddies and or dudes from town, and they're gonna they're gonna rally together with some rifles. Yeah. Um, so we might have a showdown because we're gonna have those guys getting there. We're gonna have the dudes from the church getting there. We're gonna have the wolf and Howard with the magical sword there. Possibly the we got to remember the magpie flew off from from issue one, so oh, I don't know yeah. where the magpie's at. So he could. I wonder if he's gonna come in and save the day at the end since he get, they gave him a gift. Remember? Mm. Well, I wondered if the two groups were gonna take each other out, like the church and the dudes with the rifles were coming yeah, after the yeah, wolf. That's a, yeah, that's a good idea. So I don't know. And then we got a flashback of the dude we got from volume one that like creeped up out of the ground. And he, in this one, he's like talking to that deer. Oh, the, yeah. The like elf dude from like yeah. long, long time ago. I think he's like the creator of the sword or something. I don't know. So we got a little flashback of him. Uh, like he's connect. He's like connected to the earth somehow. And so uh-huh. he knows, he feels something's brewing. And then let me ask you this question though, because I didn't know who it was. When they're, um, when that dude is like, I don't know if they were in a library or some little store and he was talking to that lady about why are you selling this place? And she's going to go, who was that woman? At first I thought it was his aunt or whatever that he was always calling. That was, was part that, of the church. That's what I thought. But then I wasn't sure. Cause she looked younger. See, I wasn't a hundred percent clear on, on who that lady was. And I thought the exact same thing. I was like, okay, is this the lady from the beginning that she called and like, could talk to, but she's going to double cross him. That's what oh. I, who, that's who I thought it was too, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure. I wasn't a hundred percent sure either, dude. Okay. So we were both a little lost at that part. That was the only thing I was like, who's this woman? I can't remember yeah. where she's from. Okay. And so we'll, I think we'll find out hopefully next issue and who that guy is and why he'd be buying that place. Mm-hmm. So really interesting though. I dug it. Um, next issue, I think comes out September sometime. Um, but yeah, Tyler Crook, he's doing it all. I, I really enjoy the artwork. Um, I like it. Me too, man. That's Good all stuff. I got into though, man. Just those two. I, I wasn't able to get much else in. Yeah. I was able to get in one other book besides those this week. And it was just because I was listening to mad and he was talking about how much he loved, um, this book called ribbon queen, uh, by AWA. Isn't that his banger of the week? It was like one of them. I think he had four or something like that. And uh, dude, it was rad, man. I loved it. I did listen to him today while I was at work. So let me hear what you thought about this book. Dude, I loved it through and through, bro. So it's like this uh, cop who is piecing together a puzzle about this girl who was kidnapped and this cop who rescued her. But she's putting in. But that girl ends up dying later on. And she ends up putting together that she thinks it was one of the the officers that saved her. And bro, this guy has like been following around the the girl who he saved. Like they're in love now, and uh, she keeps trying to push him away. And uh, it turns out, you know, at the very end, bro. Well, I don't want to spoil it. Just let her rip. Who, no, who, I, 
What? Uh, is it? It's AWA. You said is that who? Right? Yeah, and Colin okay. Bunn. Uh, there was oh, really? Other... Yeah. Okay. And so she's she's building the case against him for this murder of this girl. And uh, anyway, he shows up at the cop's house just saying, hey, you better leave well enough alone. You know what I mean? Like, just drop it. But, bro, later on, she's walking by his house and runs in there. And uh, this dude is being, I got to show you this artwork, dude. <laughs> I'm spoiler in this, so turn away now if you want to check this out. You're spoilering this? <laughs> Look what's happening to him. Dude. He's like being shredded into ribbons, bro. Yeah. And as she's walking down the street, dude, she sees the dead girl walking by. So I think she's the ribbon queen. That explains the title. Yeah. But gnarly art. I love yeah, the story. The artwork's I love great. the setup. So kudos to Mad for this because uh, it ended up being... One of my favorite reads of the week. I also picked up The Coal, but I didn't get to read it. So. Oh, I've heard about this one too, yeah. Because I really liked Black Cloak, so I wanted to give it a whirl. Kelly Thompson. But Ribbon Queen, dude, I think vo- issue two comes out next week, so I'm definitely grabbing it. I liked it. All right, dude, you know what I was bummed about? Like, even though I went to my shop today, I didn't even go look at the wall of uh, books. I just grabbed two and dipped out. So I might have missed out on a lot of stuff. We're still powering through on a busy week, my man. Yeah, I, I was I was in and I was out. I got my stuff in my box and I dipped. That's uncharacteristic of me. I usually at least make a pass through the through the building, but I didn't do it this time. Got to protect that old pocketbook some weeks. <laughs> I know. It's rough out here. It's hot out here for a pimp. Dude, remember that movie, bro? Yes. It's hard. <laughs> Uh, it's hard out here. That's what it is. Yeah. But it's hot, literally, for both of us. Terrence Howard, I think. I can't even remember what that movie was called, bro. No. We loved it. <laughs> hey, do you remember how much we lost our minds to... Uh, what was that Jay and Silent Bob strike back? Dude, the first... Yeah, Jay and Silent Bob, Where bro. Will Ferrell was in it, and dude, he was the, like... We, the I don't know Ranger. how many... Yeah, I don't know how many times we watched that movie, dude. I went back to try to watch it, and it does not live up to how hilarious we thought it was. Dude, I was actually just talking to somebody at work the other day about them and Jay and Silent Bob, and, um... 15 bucks, little man. Like, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just dying laughing about that movie, man. But that Gosh. was one of those movies where we watched and we were just dying. It hurt. I was laughing so hard, I man. think the only... Dude, remember when we went and watched me, myself, and Irene? Oh, my gosh. In the theater, and we were busting ribs. I, <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard so many people laugh so hard. That movie was packed and everybody was dying that was probably the and that made it like that made the whole experience even like funnier i think just because everybody's dying laughing around you that was dude so i'm sure if we watch it again now we're just gonna give out a little giggle it won't be like it you know but um good to reminisce with you buddy yeah man anything coming out next week you're looking forward to dude new burn you know what's funny really quick i've meant to address this Every single time I go back and listen to our show when it posts on Monday, because people are listening to this on Monday and they hear us saying, 
What are you looking forward to next week? week? When literally we should be saying, what are you looking forward to this week? What are you looking forward to this week coming out, buddy? Tell me about it. I got Tenement 3 coming out. I haven't read 2 yet, but I did really enjoy the first one. Got TMNT Stranger Things 2 dropping, maybe, because I think we mentioned that last week. I thought it was supposed to come out last week, yeah. Yeah. Indigo Children 6, Ribbon Queen 2, which I just talked about. Click, click, bloom. Click, click, bloom. (laughs) We're just crushing it these last couple episodes, dude. Click, click, boom. 3, so stoked for that. And Scrapper 2, remember the one I was telling you about the dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like that. Yeah. And what I'm stoked for, dude, is Ryan Stegman's The Schlub, number Bro, one. It looks pretty cool, man. I looks think like I might pick that fun. one up. Yeah. 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 I think, I, uh, thanks for uh, showing me that one this week. Yeah. So check that out. About a, a dude who becomes a, a reluctant superhero, I believe, is a good way to kind of. Yeah, I think you got it. Yeah. Um, what about trades? I think there's a couple of trades coming out this oh, week. Oh, we didn't mention New Burn 10 coming out. I mentioned it. You did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah New Burn 10, dude. Second one of the uh, arc number two. Super stoked on that. Love the first one. Um, one of my favorites right now. But, we got What's the Furthest Place from Here, volume two dropping. We've got the low, Rick Remender low compendium coming out. Yeah, have you read any of that? I did, and I really liked it. It's very different for Rick. It's very uh, optimistic, and mm. Rick's usually pretty pessimistic, so it was a cool story. Uh, we've got the Spy Superb hardcover coming out. And uh, we got this one that I pre-ordered, dude. It's down there low on the secret source uh, that I'm kind of interested in, man. Let me find it because I want to read it to you real quick. It's called Lost Boy. Dude, there's some uh, some Aftershock comics that are supposed to be releasing some trades this week, too. Get out of here. Yeah, 06 Protocol, Astronaut that ain't Down. Happening. I don't think it's happening either. Well, listen to this, dude. The Lost Boy. Um, it says the comics debut of accomplished music video director Jay Martin and a beautiful and heartwarming tale of adversity and survival in the aftermath of a deadly car accident in the remote Wyoming wilderness a young boy escapes as the sole survivor stranded freezing and without anyone around to help him he struggles to stay alive as he attempts to find his way back to civilization along the way through extreme tests of will courage and endurance he discovers what it truly means to be tested and learns that the secret to survival isn't always what you think it is hmm that sounds Sounds, pretty interesting sounds rad dude let me let me just tell you this because i'm about to get you Super jacked for next week. August 22nd, Batman One Bad Day Clayface hardcover comes out. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Dude, we're going to read Clayface and be so pumped. Watch us just love it. It could be good. I mean, all of them have been pretty good. Well, buddy, what are we, uh, what are we doing? You doing the outro and the intro on this one to kind of re- reset us, or do you want me to do the we outro? Need to, on this we're one? resetting. I need to redeem myself from earlier today, so I'll All be right. doing the outro today for sure. All right, what do we got going on next week, though? We're hanging. We're hanging? hanging in the lair. We're gonna go over some books we've been catching up on. Hopefully, getting some more reading. And I know I'm looking forward to a kind of a just a chill weekend this weekend. I'll be uh, I'll be laid up, heat my back up. So I've got yeah. plenty of time to get some reading in. So um, you better, buddy. I'm gonna dive into Wilds End three for sure. I got some other ones on my list. I'm gonna go through definitely Clayface, and um, yeah, we'll be I'm chatting gonna, about it next week. Yeah, I'm gonna try to go see Blue Beetle. Are too. you gonna try to do Blue Beetle this weekend? Yeah, I'm gonna try to see if I can get out there to. You're going to solo it? 
I'm gonna, that's the only way I do it, man. I go late and I go solo. Maybe I'll try to solo it. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I've never soloed a movie. Really? Never been I never a movie did either. And it had a stigma for me. And then, like, two How do years you feel ago, when you walk in solo, at the first time, I felt lame. I felt real lame. <laughs> now it's no big deal to me because I've done yeah. that's the only way I can go to a movie now. So I just. To, I just live it. Yeah, I've never gone solo. I might have to try it. Yeah, just get it done. Just get it's it kind of chill. Watch the Blue you get a wave. You're on your own. Little break. Pay yeah. for a twelve dollar nap. Exactly. Sixteen fifty out here. Jeez, man. Well, hey, just as a reminder, check out Coffee and a Comic for uh, every single new comic book day. Frank's rad dude. Set a poll over there. He's got a rad thing going on set up with the the previews world. You can uh, pre-order all those books, trades, toys, whatever you want. Remember to enter our coupon code to check out the comic book layer in all caps. Save yourself 15%. I ain't talking five. Let's go. I ain't talking 10. I'm talking 15. We ain't going to find that deal nowhere else except Mm. for here on the layer. That's what I'm talking about. An exclusive. An exclusive, one-time, every-time deal here at the Lair. <laughs> <laughs> one-time, every-time. Here we go. Woo-hoo! I should have been a used car salesman. Uh, yeah, check him out. Red Dude, Red Things. Follow him on Instagram, too. He's always got cool stuff going on. Well, Rad, my dude, uh, super stoked to hang with you tonight. I'm looking forward to next week already. And, um, yeah, thanks for everybody for listening. If you haven't already... Please subscribe to our show. We'd really appreciate it. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a stranger. <laughs> Knock on your neighbor's door. <laughs> hey, I just want to tell you something. I've been listening to this rad podcast. Yeah, so you tell, should check tell out. a neighbor, tell a stranger, tell a coworker, tell somebody about us. We'd really appreciate it. Um, check us out on our Instagram, the comic book layer. See what we're getting into. Head over to our Discord. Say hi to us there. We'd love to meet you. Love to know what you're reading. Shoot us some recommendations. Anyways, keep reading comments. Cowabunga, nerds. Like the sound of the Comic Book Layer podcast? Our audio production is provided by Rosecat Audio. Check out Rosecat Audio at rosecataudio.com. R-O-S-E-K-A-T audio.com.